Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAB, the home of the Cats, right here in Lexington. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together, Curtis and I are proud to be with you Monday through Friday, every week, every day, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, we'll be talking about it here every day. This episode of Lockdown Kentucky is brought to you by Lex Start Nutrition. I'll tell you a little bit more about them in a bit. We are going to, we got a lot of fun topics to talk about today. We're going to start off the hallelujah, Kyle. The Kentucky basketball embargo was lifted and there is kind of like information overload right now, which it happens every time uh, this week comes each year. But you had a lengthy piece on John Calipari. The transcript of his whole meeting with the press came out as well. So we'll talk about some of that stuff. We're also going to talk recruiting because the other piece on The Athletic that came out today f- with you was a collaboration with a Memphis writer. And you guys broke down James Wiseman. And going off of James Wiseman, we're also going to talk a lot about some other recruits. And then we're going to wrap with some Mark Stoops talk because he had his coach's show. He didn't have his Monday presser because it is the bye week and he doesn't have to preview any team, so he doesn't need to have a preview press conference. But his call-in show was entertaining tonight, and I'm going to give you a little behind-the-scenes information. But, Kyle, let's start with with John Calipari. Um, What the heck was the title of your piece? Another 10 years is 10 more years? Question mark? Your whole John Calipari takeaway from when you got to talk to him earlier, how many weeks ago had it been uh, when you had this interview with him with the group of other reporters? Oh gosh, I, it, it's so long ago between the it's so long between the time we talked to him and the time we publish every year when the embargo lifts that I never can't even remember. It was like more than a month ago. I, that, I, I don't remember exactly. <laughs> but anyway, what the the ten more years? It sounds like John Calipari is walking back the fact that he said that. He was going to retire before he was 60. Yeah, that and, you know, in the story, it, it was interesting. This year in the preseason Q&A, so there's a handful of local writers that sit with, sit down with Cal every year, kind of get this chance to ask a wide-ranging, uh, you know, number of questions. Usually goes between 45 minutes and an hour, you know, and then we have that stuff to kind of build what we, we write as previews have about a month to work on those and then kind of unleash them all over the next, you know, this, this week every year. Uh, and most years that Q and a is used to ask a ton of questions about specific guys, about the current team, you know, more generally, but it's very like previewing the team focused. Uh, and this year, you know, I think John Hale of the Courier Journal and I were both kind of of the same mind and, and we asked a lot of questions about sort of more reflecting because you know he's going into his 10th year and people think of you know that is a that's a round number that's a it sort of signifies longevity feels significant to people and we and it's a time to reflect a little bit and so we were both kind of asking a lot of introspective and forward looking he was in the mood to talk a lot about sort of looking back on what he has accomplished thinking about how crazy it is it's already been 10 years and kind of what's next I forgot exactly what you asked me, uh, I think, about Cal backtracking. But, yeah, the, the, one of the first things he said about, you know, going into year 10 was when he first took the job, he asked Joe B. Hall, a former Kentucky coach, a national championship winner uh, who's become a really good friend of his, you know, how long a run is this? How long can a, you know, a, a mortal man do this Kentucky basketball coaching job? And Joe B. told him about 10 years, uh, with the idea being that this is kind of like, being the president or, you know, being an athletic director, it's a grind. It's hard. It ages you. 
the top of my story is kind of just painting a picture of how Calipari has aged in this job. Yeah, you called um, him fat. And so <laughs> I didn't I didn't necessarily <laughs> call him fat. Somebody did call me out about that on the, on the Twitter. Uh, you got to paint a word picture, man. I mean, look, I've gained weight on this beat. Uh, there's no shame in that game. I've aged. I, I look horrible compared to what I looked like nine years ago. But the idea being – this is it's hard to go much past a decade. Joe B, Joe B went 13 years and he told me that was a year longer than he intended. Of course he had, you know, been to a final four the second to last year. I think maybe he thought I'll hold on for a little longer and see if I can get another one and then it was kind of a down year his last year. But, you know, that's kind of what Cal was thinking. Yeah, that sounds about right. A 10 a 10 year run at Kentucky would be great. Uh, he'd never coached anywhere more than 9 years. You UMass Memphis I was fired in the third year with the the Nets, and so uh, ten years sounded like a lot to him. But now that he's in this seat, even even as it has aged him and it has exhausted him, and some of these seasons have been real grinds. Um, I think one, he's rejuvenated by this new team, and there's a lot about that in the story because he he loves what they're about and thinks they can do something special. Uh, but two, I think being in the in the seat, he he realizes even more than when he took it um, the power of it. You know the the I mean, for one, he's rich as, as he can possibly be, million a year, most an NBA coach, more than most NBA coaches. But also, he's able to raise money for other people in this platform. He can do a last-minute telethon and raise a million dollars for earthquake or flood victims. You know, he can hold a fantasy camp and raise a million dollars to uh, disperse among all the charities that are you know important to him. Um, and he can impact a lot of kids' lives. I mean, thirty-five NBA draft picks, thirty-five guys. What twenty six first rounders, over a billion dollars in career earnings. Um, you know, a lot of those guys, most of those guys, were going to go be in the NBA anyway. But he believes he's played a part in preparing them for it and to, to be successful, so they get that big second contract and to to change their families' lives, their trajectory of their their whole bloodline, really, um, in many cases. And I think now that he's in that job. He recognizes there's really not many, if any, like it, and he doesn't want to leave it. And so there's a lot about that in the story. And, you know, talk to a lot of people sort of on background that are close to Calipari and or close to the program. And none of them believes, one, that he's going to the NBA, that that, that is over now. Uh, and and all of them believe to a, to a man uh, that it, he's going to coach several more years. And Joe B said he changed his – he changed his tune. He doesn't think it's a 10-year job for Cal because he's so perfect for it, and he said he could see him going another 10 years. I don't know about 10, but uh, but I think he's got four or five-plus uh, still in him based on everything I've seen and heard. Yeah, I think there's kind of been some like restarts, and I think Brad Calipari coming on the team, which I don't, I don't think you necessarily mentioned. I think that kind of like pushed him a little bit more in the last couple years, and you know, coaching with his son, that, that gives him a little bit more – I don't want to say edge necessarily, but a goal. Like, how cool of a moment would it be to raise, like, a national championship trophy with his son? And and just playing and coaching your son in a game like that, how how awesome that is for him. So I think the, the, the book of John Calipari in Kentucky, we thought we knew in the end was going to come, but all of a sudden it just got, like, extended. Maybe, like, a, a TV series that we thought was going to go off the air, but all of a sudden it got picked up for a bunch more seasons. I think that's exactly right. I mean, I... I... I think, I think, one, you think, well, the, the job could, could just wear a man down. I think two people figured, you know, I mean, every year, what, every year since 
was it year one? I wasn't here at the ver- the first two years of Cal, but I, I I think it's basically been every year he's been here. The mm-hmm. rumors that oh he wants you know he wants to go back to the NBA. He's got to scratch that itch, and people have thought that you know year after year after year. And and I feel like maybe this past year was one of the first years we really didn't hear that buzz very much. But yeah, it's just the the tone has changed. Brad, I think, is a, a you know a piece of it. Um, and I did quote Brad in there. He talked about seeing how the recent seasons kind of wore him down. And that's the thing, too. I think Cal Perry may have just slightly tweaked his approach because I do think that the the excessively young teams are really a grind because you're teaching everything to every player every year. Uh, and then you're kind of slogging your way through the first half of the schedule and, and hoping it all comes together at the end. And you could see that wearing him down really each of the last three years. And Brad acknowledged that and, and – said that he sees something kind of different in this year's team. I and mean, you have a Reed Travis, who's a senior, and P.J. and Quade and Nick and guys that have been around. And then you, you also bring in freshmen that have the right kind of mentality who want to work and want to defend and aren't have no ego. This group has kind of given him new life. But when, when you put in context the, ten, the you know, nine years going into year 10, the passage of that time, and we sort of start that story looking at – you know, looking at the toll it has taken on Cal, if you look at Brad, uh, it tells you then and now, it tells you, you know, how this time has flown by and how much time has, has flown by. He was the kind of the little squatty kid, you know, grinning kid sitting up there next to his dad. And now he's, you know, he's worked really hard to, to get himself in great shape and, mm-hmm. you know, have an opportunity to, to, to go out there and not look out of place uh, on Kentucky's bench and and getting in games at the end and making shots become a fan favorite i mean he's a he's a totally transformed person too he's all grown up and and he and cal both have just kind of said as they reflected on it, like it's it's really hard to believe it's been that long and, and neither of them thought it had felt like 10 years had already passed and all that for brad has been earned not given all right. not given exactly um i do want to tell you more about lex start nutrition right now um Right after that, we're going to break down some recruiting stuff because Kyle had another piece. I don't know if he gets writing credit for on The Athletic for doing the James Wiseman update, but there's also a lot of other recruiting updates that I want to get to. But first, let's start nutrition. We know you stay locked on the Cats 247, but maybe it's time to get locked on your health as well. Let's start nutrition and the UK grad owner are here in Central Kentucky to help you achieve your dietary goals with personalized support for weight loss, weight management, and nutrition education. While it's true... We could all use some support when attempting to resist the third quarter bag of kettle corn. Lex Start Nutrition goes beyond basic diet tips with their revolutionary Leap Therapy. A simple blood test allows Lex Start certified Leap Therapist to pinpoint the exact foods and ingredients that give your body the bad kind of blues. Symptoms like inflammation, sinus congestion, chronic pain, IBS, and even heartburn can be improved or eliminated by following your highly personalized Leap Protocol. Lexstart even accepts insurance like Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield, Humana, and HSA, FSA accounts. Visit LexStartNutrition.com or call 859-429-8935 for more information and a free 15-minute phone consultation. That's LexStartNutrition.com and Lex get started today. Also, listener Michael just signed up with them and he is reporting back results. He said they're really easy to deal with, so you should be like Michael and check out Lex Start Nutrition. 
Also want to give you a heads up about Vivid Seats. We mentioned that the Georgia game is sold out a couple of podcasts ago. Well, if you want to get tickets, you can use Vivid Seats. We all love a night out, whether it's our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on your favorite team. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code Locked on for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is James Wiseman coming to Kentucky, Kyle? <laughs> I don't know. John Martin, our, our one of our Memphis writers, athletic, and I kind of – did a uh, sort of round table Q and a where we, we had five big questions and we each answered them from sort of the Kentucky and perspective relates to the Wiseman recruitment and, and all of that. To, I think it's a coin flip, you know, uh, most people now I, I would guess um, believe it's Memphis. And a lot of that is because of the obvious. He lives in Memphis. He goes to high school in Memphis. He moved to Memphis from Nashville to, uh, to go play for Penny Hardaway's AAU and uh, high school teams, and now Penny Hardaway's the head coach at Memphis. You know, there's a lot there, but gives you the full uh, picture from, from, you know, both the Memphis angle and Kentucky of just sort of uh, where this recruitment fits, what are the, the factors involved. With, you know, we talk about the, the key pitch each program has made to him. Um, you know, if if there's any bad blood developing between Cal and Penny, but we don't you know, we don't reach a conclusion because I don't think anybody knows for sure. I, I don't know if James knows for sure. In fact, he's come out recently and said yet again that, no, it's not just a two-team race. All, all my finalists are involved, uh, Kansas, uh, Vanderbilt, and Florida State, you know, being the other three. I, I don't buy that. I think it'll come down to Kentucky or Memphis. You know, I think he'll take his visits to those schools, and that's good for him. He should. But uh, I, I – it's hard for me to buy that it's not a Kentucky-Memphis two-horse race. I think, you know, Memphis may have may have an edge right now, but I don't think Kentucky's out of it. I think there there's a lot in his mind about why Kentucky makes sense. I think he's thought about Kentucky for a long time. He's wanted to go to Kentucky for a long time. I, you know, before Penny was there at Memphis, I don't think there would have been any doubt he was going to Kentucky. It's going to be interesting. I guess he's come out now. Most people thought he'd sign in the spring and says he's going to sign before the new year. Um, well, he's going to so decide. That is that, I don't think that it's a November signing yeah. period, right? So he technically couldn't sign, but with the exception of DJ Jeffrey, right. once you commit, you're for the most part locked into that school. There's not a ton of – it's not football recruiting. Once you commit to a school, there's a highly, highly <laughs> um, good chance that you're going to end up there. Yeah, so – I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, I don't. I definitely. I mean, some people have kind of assumed like it's Memphis. If, now that Penny's there, it's Memphis, and I, I'm not in that camp. I, I don't think Kentucky is out of it at all. You know, one of the, one of the things I, I looked up 
as I understand it, Kentucky's primary pitch to James Wiseman is past performance with guys at his position. And, you know, one of the things I looked up was they've had 12, you know, centers and power forwards go in the first round under Cal Perry in nine years, 12, seven in the lottery. Uh, and those seven guys, when their current contract, by the time their current contracts in the NBA expire, they will have, between the seven of them, made over a billion dollars. That's a lot. I mean, sorry, half a billion. That's still Not a, a billion, lot. Over half a billion. Seven guys over $500 million by the time their current contracts are up. And, and maybe a lot more than that because some of them, you know, Bam Adebayo is going to get a bigger deal between, you know, now and then and those things. But you have Anthony Davis. You have Carl Anthony Towns. You have DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, you have Willie Cauley-Stein. Um you got a bunch, Nerlens Noel, Bam Adebayo. You got all these guys to point to through the years at Kentucky and say, you know, hey, we know how to we know how to get you to where you want to be. He wants to be the number one pick in the draft. He's been kind of vocal about that. Number one prospect in high school basketball, depending on the rankings you're looking at already. Uh, if you want to be the number one draft draft pick, Kentucky's done that three times in nine years. They know how to make that happen, and so. Uh, they've had the number one three times. They've had the number two. They've had a bunch of top five guys. Um, so they're selling that without a doubt. Memphis, you know, to counter that is, you know, has a pretty good counter argument. They have Penny Hardaway, who played 14 NBA seasons, was a, seasons was a four-time All-Star. His staff includes Mike Miller, uh, who was a NBA Rookie of the Year and Sixth Man of the Year, and has two NBA championship rings. And that's the guy I think they have, you know latched on he's the joel justice and uh, as kentucky has joel justice uh all over james wiseman i think mike miller's probably that guy for memphis and so and then his uh sam mitchell uh they have a former nba coach of the year uh also on their staff who played a bunch of years in the nba i think they have 44 years of playing nba playing experience not to mention a, an nba coach of the year on the memphis staff and so they'll they will counter without that no doubt so it's a it's a good battle it, it, I, I think this is great. I think it's fun. Uh, uh, I hope Wiseman is able to successfully keep it a mystery all the way to the, you know, uh, until it, you know, breaks because, um, you know, I think people are really intrigued by this. They're getting into sort of the the rival, the maybe the budding rivalry in, in recruiting as DJ Jeffries decommitted from Kentucky and is almost certainly going to go there with, uh, with Penny Hardaway. That, and I don't know if that's true. James. Really? Know. Yeah. I've talked to people, right. not direct knowledge, but indirect knowledge, and I would uh keep keep, keep, an, eye, keep an eye on Ben Hallen down there at Mississippi State. Oh, that wouldn't shock me. Nothing about that would shock me. But I saw, you know, his dad has been a chatterbox, and I saw him have a <laughs> yeah uh, raving quote about Memphis madness and that Memphis basketball is back, and uh, obviously he's taking some pot well, shots at Calipari as I well. I mean, the thing to keep in mind with that is, is I mean. I'm not, never mind. I'm not going to go down that path about the dad. Um, I did want to mention a bunch of the other guys. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, there was the USA basketball camp. Uh, so a lot of the top prospects from 2019 and 2020 were out there. Isaiah Stewart talked to a lot of people, including Evan Daniels and Jason Jordan of USA Today, I think uh, is his name. Same with Vernon Carey. Uh, kind of overall, the thing that's interesting is both Carey and Stewart seem to say they would be interested in playing with another big man. I think Carey actually said that he would prefer playing with another big man. It would make things a lot easier on him. 
I still find it highly unlikely that Carrie and Wiseman end up at the same school. But the biggest note uh, that probably came out from Carrie talking out at the USA camp was that he said his goal is to sign during the early signing period. So he's still got uh, visits left, including Madness. He's coming to Lexington this weekend, and then he's going to go to Duke, Miami, North Carolina, and Michigan State. Uh, so there's a lot lot left in that recruitment, even though the end oh, is... Yeah, he's got a lot of places to go. Yeah, I know. sign in November. He does, but I think he'll be able to get it done. And we'll see where that goes. That, that'll be interesting, but it'll be good if you want to spin it positive for Kentucky. They'll want, know one way or the other. And also, Oscar Schwebe, I believe, had an official visit to West Virginia this past weekend, so maybe some reports will start coming out on him. And I think he said his decision date will be soon. So we'll be getting some answers on these big guys in a week or two. Yeah, I, I, that was yeah, the quote I from his Shreve coach. Said a week or two. So yeah, yeah so, we'll, so this, these things will get lined up pretty quickly. Yeah, that's the thing. There's been all this, you know, the sort of mystery about, you know, what do these other interests in big men mean? Does it mean they don't feel confident with Wiseman and Carey? And you know, you know, how's it all going to shake out with you know, kind of the wide net they've cast in the with post players? But I think you know. Come Christmas time, and, and maybe by Thanksgiving time, they're going to have a, a at least a really good handle on either <laughs> they feel good about the situation or you know how how they need to attack and who they, what they need to go uh, do in the in the second half of the recruiting cycle. So at Christmas, will will John Calipari be having a holly jolly Christmas, or will Penny Hardaway be the Grinch <laughs> that stole his Christmas? Stay tuned well, to Locked On Kentucky to find out. Will it? Will he get gifts from one wise man? Ah, yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you imagine uh, if Emmanuel quickly comes back for a sophomore season and wise man? Oh, the Christmas, the Christmas puns would be phenomenal next season. <laughs> All right, I mentioned. Oh, one quick other big man note because I just found this hilarious. I don't know if you saw this, Kyle. Isaac Humphreys signed a non-guaranteed contract with the Atlanta Hawks uh, for their. Uh, the preseason stuff today, but the funny part was when the Hawks sent out the tweet, they misspelled his name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, they had the Isaac. First or last name? First name. They had, what is it, two S's instead of two I's in the Isaac. Oh, boy. Isaac. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, people mispronounce it, as as he would point out when yeah. he was here. So, Isaac. Congrats to Isaac Humphreys, one of the fun guys to play. Now he's getting his chance in the NBA after spending a year in the Australian Professional League last year. In a second, we're going to be breaking down some of what Stoops had to say on his entertaining coaches show this evening. But first, I did want to tell you guys about Sling TV. Listen, you know you want to watch the game, and sometimes you can't be around a TV. This actually happened to me last night. I was trying to catch portions of the Pro Day from Kentucky, which we're actually going to be talking about on tomorrow's podcast in depth. We have a guest scheduled, so stay tuned for that. But back to Sling TV. Uh, I wasn't. I was here at the station, and I come on my computer, and boom, I can still watch my Sling TV. I'm. A, I got it, and the reason I got it is it's awesome because you can cancel it anytime. There's no hidden fees, no useless channels. You can adjust it to do what you want in the games you want to see. For thirty bucks a month, you can get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC Network, and a bunch more sports channels. Listen, and it's right now we're giving you a risk-free chance. Locked on listeners, you can get seven-day free trial. Just go to sling.com/slash/lockedon. At sling.com slash locked on and give it a try. You got nothing to lose because it's a free trial. Sling.com slash locked on. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. 
So, Kyle, you heard portions of Mark Stoops' call-in show, and since you're the wordsmith, how would you describe his demeanor? The part I heard, say, uh, little edgy, defensive. Funny though, you got got six games into this before you had a loss to talk about, and mm-hmm. you know, he talked about how it had lingered for him. Yeah, by week, so you're forced to turn the page, and so you have to you're. You're able to sit and sit with your sadness, madness, whatever. He, he said, talk about being pissed and, and for longer than usual and that he may not get over it for a while. Obviously, the biggest thing was the Benny Snell not getting the ball on third and two. And I'll keep this short and sweet. Here's what he had to say about that. Legitimate complaint. Legitimate complaint. I, <laughs> love, <laughs> I like that he did that. And then the, this is kind of, this guy I was mentioning, he was upset, and this is how he described himself and the fan base. We got pissed off fans at five and one, you know what I mean? And we lost it. We lost that college station, but but in overtime, and and you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm pissed too. Stoops' demeanor matched the fan base, and I think overall that's a good PR move for him. Not that it necessarily was fake. I think he legitimately had those feelings. And I will say this, as the call screener for the show, <laughs> listen. You just, if you call in and something's already been addressed, you're not going to get on the show. And this happened to me tonight. A, a caller didn't get on the show, and his question was about Benny Snell not getting to run. And he called back in after the show and said, why didn't I get put through? And I said, because that had already been mentioned. And he goes, well, you need a new call screener. And I said, sir, I am the call screener. <laughs> I agree with that guy. <laughs> Let Chris do it. Yeah, Chris. Oh, did you see this? Hold on. Now you got to give me one second, Kyle, because that reminded me of something that I saw on the comment section of the podcast. And speaking of that, if you should go comment, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or however you listen to Locked on Kentucky, because those things really help and they're becoming a really great source of entertainment to me <laughs> and to you. What did the one guy call you, Kyle? It was something ridiculous that he called you. I, I can't remember, but... The Carl. Late, Carl. Yeah, he called you Carl. So this is the the latest one from True 55. Kyle and Chester are a great tandem. They That's feed true. off each other perfectly. It's almost like they're brothers. Keep it going. Go Big Blue. Chester, thank you. Chester. True 55. All right, that's we're going to wrap it up there. We're done. We're done for tonight. That's it. Cut it right off. Uh, yeah. Uh, be sure to check out Lex Start Nutrition, LexStartNutrition.com, or give them a call at 859-429-8935. Follow Kyle on Twitter at? Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. You should be following at Locked On UK and find Locked On Kentucky on Facebook. Just search Locked On Kentucky. And you can follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Kentucky. We'll talk to you soon.